Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Another special episode coming at you. The 2023 Oscar preview special. With myself, Jonathan Kite, and Piat Michael, two of the best impressionists living today. You've heard it before, and we're back again improvising up a shit show of hilarity with all your favorite celebs. Um, man, it's crazy. We cried laughing about seven times in this one. Of course, hosted by Tony Danza, featuring, you know, Barack Obama, Vince Vaughn, Seth Rogen, George Lucas, Jeff Goldblum, Steve Buscemi, Robert De Niro, uh, uh, Joe Biden, uh, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> Adam Driver. It's uh, top to bottom, one of my faves that we've done. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it and enjoy the hell out of it. Follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at ALN Podcast. Me at Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. AdamRayComedy.com for tour dates. San Francisco Punchline. Thank you for coming out and selling out the shows that you did. A lot of clips coming, maybe some more stuff. I love that club. It's my fave. And uh, man, what a weekend. Sandy Danto murdered. Follow Sandy at Sandy Danto, a rising legend in the comedy game. This weekend, I'll be in Oxnard at Levity Live. Come see me there. Levity Live, five shows, March 9th through the 11th. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. And then, of course, the end of March, I'll be in Fort Worth, Texas at Hyenas, March 31st and April 1st. April 7th in Seattle at the Climate Pledge Arena with the Impractical Jokers. April 8th, they added a second show in Portland at Keller Auditorium with the Impractical Jokers. And then um, shooting a movie in Atlanta, Paul Feig movie, Aquafina, John Cena. And then April 19th through the 22nd in Austin at Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Tons more dates, all at AdamRayComedy.com. Young Rock, we finished up. Maybe we'll get another season. Who knows? Go back and watch all the eps on Peacock. And of course, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your goodies. And uh, and keep uh, commenting and passing on the, the pod to your friends, your lovers, your enemies, all the good people that you know. All right. A lot of special eps coming up down the pipeline. Can't wait. Big Jay Okerson. Um, Adam Devine, uh, Rick Glassman, and Dr. Phil. Harlan Williams is coming back. Um, shit, who else? Steve Rabel, Seahawks announcer. KJ Wright, Seahawks legend. A lot of good ones coming up, so stay subscribed, stay tuned in, and enjoy the hell out of this 2023 Oscar special preview show with myself, Jonathan Kite, and Piat Michael. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. gentlemen welcome to the celebrity roundtable preview of the oscars presented by tony danza (laughs) featuring celebrity friends humor drama intrigue and now, here's your host. Yeah, fuck off. I'll take it from here. And me, Tony Danza, with all my friends, celebrities, superstars, and Adam Driver. I'm also here. It's going to be one of those things you never forget. No, no, no. Not like a fucking tragic. It'll be something. Look, 
We've sat around for years talking about how great movies are, but most of your conversations are fucking boring. So I got my best friends to come out for the About Last Night Oscar preview special. You've heard it before, and now you're going to hear a 2023 version because there's so many movies and not enough time to break it down. So we're going to do it for you. I mean, you got movies like Elvis, The Whale, and others that I haven't seen and probably won't. Well, that's enough from my fucking bullshit. Let's get into the show. I think that was Star Trek. Welcome back to the show, guys. Tony Danza here for yet another Oscar preview show. I can't believe another year has passed. We survived monkeypox and... um, I don't know. I had a bad case of diarrhea. Jeff Bridges, you were telling me pre-show that you're uh, immune to diarrhea. I mean, man, I, uh, I'll tell you what happened. One time I was out in the desert and I met a crow. Great story. Joe Biden is here. And Joe Biden, look, you've been around since movies were invented. Folks, I've been told by, I've been told by the White House to, to have a cup of coffee. I'm energized. I feel it. I'm alive, more alive than I've ever felt before. I'm ready for 2024 election time. How old am I again? Joe, have you seen any of the animated features uh, nominated for Folks, this? life is animated. My yeah. fingers are animated. My legs are animated. When you have caffeine in your, in your body and your bones, you feel animated. And I, f- I feel magical. Like Walt Disney presents the children. <laughs> and I believe that. Well, Joe, it's I would... an American institution, Walt Disney. That'll be, that'll, that'll be, that'll, that's, that's enough. Now, Vince Vaughn, look, when you talk, first of all, this show is going to get bonkers, all right? We're, we've all taken pills, and everyone's just trying to figure out where they fit in the world, which is how these movies, if you take a step back, are trying to figure out how they fit in the zeitgeist of American culture. Now, there's an animated film, Vince, called Puss in Boots, and an animated film called The Sea Beast, and you told me you were up for voices in both of those. I don't know what the fuck they're about. Tell me what The Sea Beast is about, Vince. All right, it's about it's it's actually about the alphabet, my man. It's like A B C, and it's like a beast of a word. It's kind of hard to pronounce. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. So, I, I'm having trouble right now, and that's the thing. A C is for cocaine, and that's the kind of energy that I'm bringing to the table every goddamn day of my life. Give me one second. And I'm back. Here's the thing. I would say CBs. I was up for C cocaine. Okay, and there's 26 of us in it. I I got I made it the callback. I, I didn't get farther than I wanted to, but I brought the energy every time. And I said, I'm going to stand by. Even if you don't cast me, I'm going to be in that room. I'm going to be outside by the toilets. I'm going to tag in like it's an 80s wrestling kind of energy. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you don't like what he's doing, <laughs> daddy's right here. Daddy's right here to tag in and kind of be a part of the energy. And Folks, my- I, I'd just <laughs> like to say, how many cups of coffee did you have? I had one. I feel that's too many. Well, Joe, you just recently passed, I think, a physical, right? Folks, you did the same physical that Jason Statham uh, I goes cli- through. I climbed some stairs successfully. Jason, I, you've done that. Didn't I'm, fall down. I cl- well, let, all right, all right, uh, settle down. Yeah, mate. So one time I climbed stairs with my hands. <laughs> Would yeah. you like to be my running mate? Uh, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll be your running mate. I'll be your kicking mate, and I'll be your driving mate. Well, and driving mate wasn't nominated, but it should have been. Look, there's a lot of films, and yeah. They were snuff. Driving, uh, driving, uh, um, mate was not nominated, and I, I, I. It was a documentary about uh, about checkmate, but with Adam Driver. Well, the original title was Adam Driver Drives, and nobody. They wanted- should make a sequel called Bush, Bushemi. You know, like it's a bus. With, I could start and I'll, I'll do anything. Wait, so wait, this is a I'll pitch meeting now. <laughs> this, 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 wait, hold, hold, hold on. Listen, got, we, we've got, everybody we've got put their thumbs in their asses and shut the fuck up. This is my show. And if there's one thing I'm going to say as it gets going is when I'm talking, look, a famous, a famous man once said, well, Tom Hanks, you know how the saying goes. A famous man once said, 
if you have kugel, make sure you put it in the microwave, or you're gonna regret it. Yikes! You can tell he's not Jewish. Oi, Vey, you're talking about the Jews? Finally, I've got a voice at the table. Wait, you who, know, a who lot are of you? People, it's me, <laughs> Mel Brooks. Mrs. Mel Bray. Oh. Mel, Mel Brooks. I'm not dead. That's the thing. People are always looking at me, and they go, Mel Brooks, you're still alive. <laughs> what? Carolina's gone. Jerry's... Jerry Springer's gone. No, wait, no, Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld's gone. Who's the guy? Jerry Stewart. Well, who's the boss? Me, you're looking at him. Wait, Jerry Seinfeld is gone? Seinfeld, Springer, uh, or... Um, he's off the He's or, off the TV, doesn't that Who's the third dead? Jerry? Colangelo. From, from Tom and Jerry. Jerry Love. Well, please, don't tell, me, don't tell me that Jerry from Tom and Jerry's not here. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take that kind of news. I want to hear this. Ready? From you, George Lucas, which, by the way... George, brilliant uh, Mel Brooks CGI hologram. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it, it it costs a lot of money to uh, to produce that and to bring him here. And in fact, my microphone now sounds like crap, which is uh, just a testament to the the you know what's happening to technology now. It's all being uh, you know uh, put through AI systems, and there's no human contact anymore. So a lot of this is all fucked up. George, Mary, fuck, kill Jerry Seinfeld, Jerry Springer, Jerry from Tom and I'd Jerry. Kill them all. So. Jason Statham, look, a lot of films that you, again, did not get a chance to star in this year that are nominated. And for one, I'm pissed because I'm the biggest Statham fan. Statham fan. I'm also a huge fan of guys who just get their break. And you've had your chances, but again, you got snubbed. You got written off this year. No one wants to look at you as a serious, legit actor. Yeah, including my agent. I was Did up, you audition for anything this year? Or do they just basically go, hey, we need a guy. I auditioned on- for Pearson Boots. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, uh, all right, all right. For my cat left my, all of my shoes. That's what I'm saying. It was a, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a porn a substitute. All right, that's, a, that's the shit I'm going out for right now. You know, well, but, what was the plot of Pearson Boots? I mean, you literally, it was a game show. You tried to fill a boot with piss. So Pearson Boots yeah, is, right. look, I, I don't want to say I don't know what the story, the origin. I don't want to say I don't know what Piss and Boots is about, but educate the viewers because, look, it's not a filthy... F- yes, P it's, is involved. No, no, but yeah, but no. Now, yeah. you're not a big... I know you're not a big P guy. You're a... you're a Like, you know, you've done butt stuff. I mean, yeah. I've read your, I've read your blogs. I'm known for it. For butt stuff? Yeah. In what country? Um, Zimbabwe. Nice. Uh, number one. And also uh, North, <laughs> North Korea. Charlie Sheen, you went to Zimbabwe of, on a f- uh, fucking sober retreat, didn't you? Well, I kind of got stuck in a barge for like 48 <laughs> days. And I was like, where are we going? Well, let's find out. We just fucking open it up and there's lions and tigers and shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. I wonder who's done more butt stuff, Jason Statham or Charlie Sheen. Hey, hey how about this? Find out this fall on Battle <laughs> of the Network Stars. <laughs> I'll do fucking anything, dude. How about this? I'm gonna play a game. I'm gonna. We're all gonna play a game. <laughs> I was just like, I'm gonna play a game, and you guys are gonna sit here and watch me on an all new show called "Hey, When Does This End?" So called "Poo's the Boss." <laughs> I'm gonna name a place, and you tell me if you've done butt stuff in that city. Ready? How about just raise your raise your hand, or I don't know, or yeah, hit your imaginary buzzer. How about the buzzer though is Seth Rogen's laugh, and for you. uh for you, Charlie, it's just, it's tiger blood. You'd say something like that. What about uh, George Lucas's laugh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> great. Okay, great. All right, so so Statham, your buzzer is Seth Rogen's laugh, and Sheen, your buzzer is George Lucas's laugh. And every time 
every time uh, I'm going to say a city and you say <laughs> you you buzz in to let me know if you've done butt stuff there. All right, play this game. All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> Juneau, Alaska. <laughs> Jason Statham. I was there this morning. <laughs> Doing what? The Alaskan pipeline. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Okay, wait. Um, Denver, Colorado. <laughs> uh, uh, who are you again? I was there during the, Charlie Sheen. What I were you was doing there? During there? the snow season, and it wasn't snowing. If you catch my drift. Yeah, but did you do butt stuff there? Fuck yeah! Cool. Aspen, come on. <laughs> well, that was a fun game. So, look, every year I can't believe Netflix didn't pick that up. <laughs> every the floor is lava. Fifty-two seasons. <laughs> But that fucking guy. Have you done butt stuff? Look, I pitch a lot of shows. I pitch a lot of shows, and I think a lot of movies get pitched each year. And every year there's an actor that comes along where people go, wow, that that guy's the new it guy. Adam Driver, you were that guy, you know, for Marriage Story. And obviously, Adam Driver drives didn't get a lot of momentum. I Well, first off, uh, the movie Drive with um, Ryan Gosling was based on my route to Walmart. And um, um, I said I I I'd love to 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 do this movie, and they were like, "We got someone else." I said, "Fine, fine, fine," but you will regret it. But they didn't because it was a great film. Well, when you drive to Walmart, and I think we can all attest, you know, your life ain't going according to plan. So and, you know what I'm saying, Harrison Ford, for instance, you've been caught on TMZ many a times going to Walmart to get I don't know. You tell me. Uh, well, lumber. And Robert De Niro, you get what at Walmart? Listen, I, I don't go to fucking Walmart. I got people who do that shit for me. But you if you're going fuck, to get a... Fucking, who the fuck you think I am? If you're going to go to get a gift, Harrison? I I used to be a carpenter. I would go to Walmart Yeah. to get my wood. Sure. And I would... I would go on Wednesdays. You go to I, fucking Walmart to get wood? I would go there. Wood that's where made the, in fucking China? You would go get Chinese wood? I wouldn't get... I didn't, I didn't say I got chopsticks. I said I got lumber. What the fuck is wrong with you? We got American wood at Home Depot. He's got a good point go there, Go to Harrison. fucking Home Depot. Go to Lowe's. Go to Ace Hardware. Are any of these guys sponsoring this show, by the way? Yeah, uh, the Proud Boys. Fantastic. Now, uh, Proud, <laughs> Proud Boy Boy, that's what they make their clubs out of. <laughs> They're hate clubs. <laughs> so, you know, when I go to Walmart, I'm a big fan of, like, the towels, the electronic section. And speaking of electronic section, I mean, this is this is pretty special because Christopher Walken, you know, you'll probably present at the Oscars this year. It's safe to say, but you also have become the most tech savvy guy. I read all these articles about you being like, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Craigslist, I'm on Grinder, I'm on, you know, I, I, it's it's amazing to see a man at your age so tapped in. I am essentially a spider <laughs> across the world wide web. I love that. And this is true. A lot of people don't know this, but I am on Chat GBT. What is that? It's AI. It's actually a language model uh, program that, uh, you know, uh, mimics human uh, interaction. It collects all uh, human data mm. and uh, kind of regurgitates it. So it seemingly feels like you're speaking to a human being, but you're not. Yeah. I, I thought it was something else. <laughs> 
you know, I missed. I'm. It's a drug. I missed, That's what I'm on. I missed when you laugh at your own jokes, George. Not, not even. <laughs> I don't know any comedian that does it as Listen, much. When as, you're sitting on a pile of ten billion dollars, you'd be laughing too. <laughs> what does make you laugh? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, money up my butt because it tickles. <laughs> you put money in your ass. No, I just sit on a pile and it, you know, just gets how, up there. How is he not in that last game show? <laughs> now, Chris, have you and George ever worked together on anything? We used to work at the same Tasty Freeze. That's Ooh. right. Yeah. That sounds like a that's an ice cream place, yeah? Uh, no. It's a cryo, uh, what is it? It's a cryo center. A, yeah, cryo center. I, I mop the floors. The, you know, there's a lot of accidents that happen over there. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah. I would put ice on people. If they're like, hey, I'm too hot, I would just pour a bag of ice. And, that was know. where the ice bucket challenge started. Of course. Yes. You know, yeah, it was before ASL. I think it's ALS. No, ASL. ASL. It's American Sign Language. So it's oh, before that. Wait, we it's did the, before you so tore we your ASL. Ice. Say it one more time. It's before you tore your ASL. What's it? It's a muscle. Oh, wait. I think we're all on different pages. I think you're talking about sign language. I'm talking about a, a degenerative disease. And you're talking about... Tasty freeze. <laughs> See, that's the, that's the power of technology. It brings all of us together. Well, I mean, we all know who said that. I mean, it, and it's no surprise. Anthony Bourdain, I mean, you did a whole season on Tasty Freeze. And, you know... I find myself at the North Pole. It feels like the ice planet Hoth... And all I'm looking for is a delicious treat. I'm looking for a, a reindeer nugget or maybe a little bite of some elf. And I walk around and I find myself sleeping in the snow, living with the seals. Welcome to parts unknown, mythical places. Did you like that hologram? Because Anthony Bourdain has been dead for a couple of years. And using AI, we you know, wrote a program to actually bring him back to life. So he's never going to die. He's always here. Well, I'd love to see you in, in uh, some of these movies. The Whale with Brendan Fraser, to me, is the front runner. <laughs> and I know you were up to try to create. Well, yeah, we had a lot of leftover suits. We had Jabba the Hutt. We had, was it a uh, fat suit or did he really eat? Because, uh, you know, you guys. It's all, have... it's all CGI. Well, now I am going to agree to disagree, George. No, listen. You know, they, 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 they tell that to the public that he wore a suit because they don't want to freak people out. Well, it's I, all computers. I, I mean, look, I, Seth Rogen, <laughs> you know, I know you put on weight for Knocked Up. And uh, I, I, I actually was in the Fablements this year. Oh, that's right. And I, uh, but I, I was up for the whale. And Why I said, wasn't I put in that movie? They ha- made a Jewish movie and they didn't invite me. Do you have to be What's Jewish? What's going on here? Do you have to be Jewish to be in a Jewish movie? Uh, of course. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Do they call uh, Jewish movies Juvies? Juvies. <laughs> That's uh, and then when they showed the uh, uh, what the director's cut is a long version, but when they snip the tip off, it's the Jewish version. You know, it's that's the theatrical release. That's funny. <laughs> I should do comedy. No. he's funny. Have you ever done any bar mitzvahs? Uh, I, I, well, I was I've bar got mitzvah. A lot of grandchildren, you know, they're turning thirteen pretty soon. They would love to have a clown. Uh, well, I, uh, you I just got see. yourself a gig. I, uh, well, I, can, I could I use can it. Pay you five dollars an hour. The Fableman's wow. about what? It's 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 different than Piss and Boots, correct? Well, they're sort of the same, you know, like the way that uh, that Armageddon and uh, Deep Impact were the same film. Sure, sure, Piss sure. and Boots and the Fableman's <laughs> almost the same exact story. I heard if you listen to the Fableman's soundtrack while watching uh, Piss and Boots, yeah. at least that's what Statham said that they they match up. I do a lot of beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the movie, yeah. In the my mo- name is DJ Dreidel, and I'm here to say. 
I love food at Pebbles in a major way. Yeah. Well, you know, so you have seen the film. <laughs> you kind of remind me of Obama. Obama used to rap all the time. You know, as president of the United States, he wasn't allowed to address the nation. Yeah, we actually have record. Pros. We have recording of one of uh, uh, of Barack's first Barack raps. Obama, yeah, play that. It's great. Well, I was just getting ready to Joe, but you keep trailing off. But while, while trailing in, who said that? Full uh, of, of Dan Fogarty. <laughs> All right, let me play the recording. Play. Uh, hello, America. My name is Barack. I'm 10 feet long. Watch it. <laughs> Watch it, audio recording. <laughs> With an American uh, dream. There it is. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> That's my favorite. I use it every I can't night. believe that didn't sell. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. If you guys, so... Brendan Fraser ate a lot of fucking snacks. He got fat as fuck for this movie. The movie, I think, it was supposed to be Jonah Hill. Based on based on the trailer, it looks like it's just about a really sad fatty that is like, look, I love cupcakes. I don't like going outside a lot. I, you know, I I love my couch, my snacks, and my friends. Is what I got from the trailer, but it's it also looks like taxi driver on a couch. That's all it is. Right, that's what it felt like. Yeah. It was misleading. He ripped off my fucking movie. The Joker ripped it off. The whale ripped it off. Now, Robert, if you're gonna eat a snack to get fat, what's your? I know you and Christian Bale have the same deep uh, fried pretzels. Deep fried pretzels. Deep fried pretzels. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I do extra salt. You don't do too much salt. You watch no, the salt. No, no, I right? can't. No, I, when they mix them up. I say, get the fucking salt off. Yeah, we actually have audio recording of you freaking out about some pretzel stand. Play. Get the fucking salt off. Boy, that is so real. It's like it just happened live. I'm so glad you went to therapy with Mel Gibson because, you know, it's important to get that rage back in the bottle. You know what I mean? So, Rob, will you put anything on your uh, pretzel or is it just going to be... Because that's a fatty I, I, snack yeah, already. I, There's a lot of. I, I did dip it, you know, if I'm trying to gain weight or something, I've got to get some, you know, some goat cheese and put it on there, some little pepperoni or something, you know, mozzarella or mozzarella, you know. <laughs> what do you do if I had some, some what if, mozzarella? What if you were a You're mouse? A what if you were a mouse? What would be your favorite mozzarella. cheese? Mozzarella. <laughs> what, what about you, Christian Bale? Because you, you're always talking about how, you know, there's other life forms out there. Yeah. You know. I'm out of the podcast. And, 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 you know, what's your podcast called again? There's other lives out there. <laughs> there's stuff out there's there. other lives out there. Yeah. And you always, you're always talking about how we're not look we're, we're not thinking outside the bun, right? And, or the box, you know, and. And if you want to really figure out what's out there, yeah. you got to talk to what's here already. So that's why you you have this whole course about how to communicate with animals. And what you, I think it's like horses, mice, dogs, trees, right? Frogs. I think or might 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 have been in the bag of fun. What is the main thing you would say to a cat to get its attention? I guess. Uh, hey, you want some catnip? Right. Well, and that because, works. Uh, yeah, because they they love catnip, you know. Mm. Yeah. Or I say, hey, dogs are better than you. No, I like catnip too. Catnip's really great. You know, it, it doesn't seem to affect humans. It doesn't but for some reason I mean, it affects me. I know, get high as shit. Remember, we were on that the whole time. Yeah, I, you know, because they put oregano in there or they put catnip and they're like, hey, this is weed for the film, you know, so that, you know, we're all kosher. But I got high as fuck, dude. Now, you guys both, it's a, it's a well known thing that on the set of Big Lebowski, uh, Judd Hirsch supplied you with all your drugs. And, you know. Judd Hirsch is a good friend of mine. He's one of these. He's in the Fablements. He's nominated he's, for the Fablements. I, but I wasn't in the movie. What? 
What are we talking about? You're not Judd Hirsch, are you? No, this You're is Mel Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. I said Judd Hirsch. I'm not in the movie. <laughs> I said Judd Hirsch. Why Hirsch. wasn't I in the movie? Oh, why weren't you in the movie? I said Judd they Hirsch is in the movie. Let me audition. I know Judd Apatow. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I believe this man might be slightly old. Joe, are you, uh, are, Joe, you, you, I, I, at one point I thought everything everywhere all at once was about That's you. That's my life as president of the That's United what I'm States. saying, yeah. You wake up in the morning, they give you everything everywhere all at once, and they say, make a decision. Wow. And I say, the red chair. They don't know what that means. <laughs> and I say, you know Stanley Kubrick, he makes a decision. Red chair, blue chair. He makes a decision. He doesn't know what he wants, but he chooses. And that's what I do every day. I choose the red chair, even if it's not a, not an option, folks. Now, what does that mean? Choose, I believe that. Well, uh, you, it's fine to believe whatever you you fucking want, but what does it mean to choose the red chair? Is that like choosing the green pill in the Matrix? Folks, here's the deal. Okay. I think that was Nyquil. Yeah, that, that's Obama tape is back on. I think it's auto playing. Hold that thought, Joe. Bar- Barack, I know that you have gone to great lengths to defend Nyquil because let's be honest. I once took NyQuil, had a dream I was eating out Katy Perry. I was trying to suck my own dick in the bathroom at a cheesecake factory. I've been there. Who hasn't? Uh, Joe. <laughs> Bye. To the cheesecake factory? He's not, he's not been there. I, we, we try to, every, every time I say, we're going to, I said, Joe, we're going to take it. My uh, commitment to, to goes, Let's go to Chuck E. Cheese. My to America. You seem like a Chuck E. Cheese guy. I love Chuck E. Cheese. Name one of the animal band members. Mousy Boy. Oh, Giamatti, is that right? Well, he was with the group for a very, very short period of time. Everyone forgets you managed the band from, I 80, managed the band. from 84 to 88. Yeah, 84 to 88, and then from 88 to now. They're still jamming? I'm still You managing. know, what I like about all those guys is some of them play banjo. Well, this is what I love about the music industry is everyone knows everybody and is gigging with each other. Like, it's a... It's, it's one of the only places in the country where you can go on stage <laughs> and play the banjo and nobody'd be the wiser that you're an animatronic or a desperate comedian. So you're saying Chuck E. Cheese is like the best place to play a show? We're Absolutely, in. and they give you free slices of cheese. But, but, I never got free slices. Well, Paul, I managed got, that band you, for almost forty years. I'll be honest, you got an anger problem, and Steve comes in real sweet, coming off Three Amigos. Hi, and, I'll play for pizza. See, that's the type of mindset you need. You're coming in with your dick out, well, and your balls hard. I listen. My dick wasn't out. I just was wearing very short shorts. Well, I think that's your problem. I called. I, I, I said, my Chuck E. Cheese is out. They say, sir, you have to leave the premises. I said, all right, I'm going. Just let me get my man bag. Well, so <laughs> it was just a plastic bag that said man on it. Not great. Things are not going well for Paul Giamatti. Who is? Who would you say is the breakout star in the Chuck E. Cheese band? Well, it's not me. <laughs> I, you know how many people I put on there? I put on more people there than Star Search. And by people, I mean animatronic apes. It seems like... People want to say, show me pizza. I go, oh, show me the money. They said, what does that mean? I said, I don't know. I'm grasping at straws here. The movie wasn't even out yet, and you're already quoting a Cuba Gooding Jr. film. Who isn't nominated this year, but did win an Oscar. And you know who is nominated? Carrie Condon for the Banshees of Inner Circe. That movie looks phenomenal. Well, if you can pronounce it, you get free tickets to it. Well, Brendan Gleason here, and I was in the film, actually. 
And I, I, I got to be totally honest with you. I didn't think we'd be knowing it at all because we we're just we didn't even know we we're making a movie. I was just out there saying, "Oh, really? We're just out there in Ireland, and they had the cameras on us." And I said, "Colin, what, what are we doing here?" And he goes, "I don't know." And I said, "You know, whatever. Just give me a pint or something like that." And suddenly we're going to be at the Academy Awards or something like that. Where are you from? Uh, Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> what a big deal to be nominated. Well. It's a very big deal, but, you know, sort of, uh, I don't think I'll be there because I'm going to be out there playing my fiddle with uh, with Steve Martin over here. Yeah, I don't know what you just said. But, Steve, you do have a long list of plus ones that you're bringing to the Oscars. I don't know if you're hosting it this year. That's right, Jimmy Kimmel is. You need to come back and host it. Somebody once pitched me the idea, and look, was I was I in the middle of a menage huh? You a menage betcha. huh? Yeah, well, that's where, that's where it's you. And um, you know one of those mirror rooms, you know you know the uh, like a J.C. Penny. They have the place you can stand on and try your suit on. There's a bunch of mirrors around you. So I basically, you know, look. The Who's the Boss days were crazy. The kid who played Jonathan, I forget his name, but he always came in fucked up, and he always have these crazy ideas. Hey Tony, my dad works at a J.C. Penny. Do you want to, you know, me and some of the guys? A lot of my stories these days, by the way, don't have good endings. So I'm just gonna cut myself off and tell you guys about a pitch that I have. For a for a for a host for two guys to host the Oscars that I think you're I think you're gonna be down with. And those guys are Nicolas Cage and Steve Martin. Because Nick, everyone knows that you play the harmonica, but nobody's heard you play it. Because you said in your memoir, fuck my fuck me, fuck you, right? There's a haiku, yeah. <laughs> I say fuck me, fuck you, and then I went, ho ho ho. But that part was... I think oh, a banjo would sound great under that. Well, you guys worked out at least the opening part of the monologue for your Oscars. And I don't have my banjo, but that's basically well, how just it do, sure, If you I'll, don't I'll, mind I'll gracing the audience <laughs> with the intro you had, it was just a couple jokes back and forth, and then you basically introduced the first presenter. I, I would love... If you would just really do me a favor and show the world what we've missed out on. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Please uh, welcome to the stage Nicolas Cage and Steve Martin. Bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bada, bada, bada. Playing the banjo, banjo, banjo sound, banjo sound, banjo huh. sound. Thank you, thank you so much, uh, uh, White Michael Winslow. Uh, uh, don't say something. Don't. Uh, we're happy to be here, but we better not say something uh, uh, controversial, or we'll be gone in sixty seconds. That's right, Nick. And let me tell you, people love comedy, but what they love more is watching people cry in movies. So our first presenter to the stage is, of course, the best angry, emotional person, Mr. Christian Bale. All right, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh. Here's the deal. Uh, this is uh, for best animated short. We got uh, piss in boots. We got <laughs> we got piss in boots. I'll take it from here. So we've also actually Robert Downey Jr. here. We've got a, a plethora of uh, animated films that are all been uh, people worked really hard to draw the cartoon, animate them, voice them, whatever. I don't fucking. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, Hello, it's me, Mario. <laughs> and I'm here to promote my next movie. <laughs> I am indeed not an Italian stereotype. <laughs> What's up, dude? Charlie Day here. I'm also in the movie. <laughs> That's right. And Charlie Day has no Italian accent whatsoever. Uh, uh, I think I play Luigi, dude. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, for real. Yeah, we go up against uh, Bowser, played by Jack Black. 
So that was a little trailer from the uh, new Mario Brothers movie that I directed, my uh, directorial uh, debut of, sh- of sorts, and it stars, uh, yeah, it stars Charlie J. and uh, and, um, and Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt as, <laughs> as Mario. And what people don't know is King Koopa, of course, uh, was played by Christopher Walken, and there's a famous scene in the movie that's getting a lot of buzz, and um, we'll just take a look. Listen, I know you got far in the castle. <laughs> And I applaud you for that, but I can tell you something about plumbers. I don't like them, and I don't like Italians. So guess what, boy? You're two for two. Hey, Oompas. Hey, Angry Cloud. Yeah, I'm talking to you up there, ghost guy. Get this Italian. No, mamma mia. Well, I can't wait to see that movie. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying the episode, and it's cookie time. Attention, all cookie lovers, including me. Love cookies. Cookies are my weakness. I've said it before, and I'm saying it again right now. I know you crave the sweet taste of freshly baked cookies. Just saying that makes me foam at the mouth. Say it again with me. Freshly baked cookies dipped in milk or eaten by themselves. Well, look. My friends at Twin Life Baking Company have you covered in cookies (laughs) with cookies. You can cover yourself in cookies. It's your life. Made from the finest ingredients and baked to perfection. They've got flavors like Red Velvet Stuffed Nutella, Vanilla Cookie Monster, Rocky Road, S'more, Strawberry Short Stack, Birthday Funfetti, Chocolate Bomb, Snickerdoodle, Pumpkin Snickerdoodle, Classic Chocolate Chip, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cowboy Cookie, Cookies and Cream, Lemon Delights, and guess what? My very own cookie. That's right. The Adam Ray Pop-Tart. Little bits of brown sugar pop tart on a cinnamon snicker. It's a chocolate. Ch- it's just trust me, all right? It's the greatest cookie I've ever had. I get emotional thinking about it. If you're listening to this, you're probably a person with great taste buds and you love great cookies and you want to celebrate two badass moms. So, right now, go to twinlifebakingcompany.com and use promo code about last night to save 20% off your order. That's twinlifebakingcompany.com, promo code about last night to save 20% off your order. What time is it? Cookie time. Now let's get back to the episode. And there's so many things in the film business you forget about that that have to happen for the movie to get made. Tom Hanks, you talk about this all the time in the making of film. Cinematography is one of the is probably the most important element because if they if those guys aren't taping the movie, then there's no movie to see. And the nominees this year are all over the map. You've got all Quiet on the Western Front, Bobo, Bottle False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. Well, I, I, I was in Elvis. That's right. So uh, tell me, the guy who shot that must have been, you know. Baz, Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann, yes. Now, is he as, as fun as he seems? What no. Is that, what no. Is, what does that guy smell like? Uh, Zoloft. What about the what now? Depressed the entire time. And Elvis. No, I watched that movie. That's maybe one of two movies I saw because I love, I love, love, love 
watching a time when guys could just kiss anybody. You know what I'm saying? Those were the days you could go up to any stranger and you could say, hey, give me a schmeckle on your tickle. And he would or he wouldn't. Well, and Goldblum, you know, Jeff Goldblum, you, you might be the only guy in Hollywood yes. that can still kiss Men and women. Yes, he, yes, yes. Of course, of course. But with consent, of course. Nobody, you know, you, you go up to the, you're a very handsome man. He said, look, your glistening <laughs> lips. Uh, you would like my honey, honey-drenched uh, mouth. Let's, uh, let's make contact <laughs> like um, Robert Zemeckis and Jodie Foster. Uh, Is there a scene in Elvis, Jeff, that you go, wow, I wish I could be that guy for a minute? He had a belt buckle, and I said, why don't they put my face on on, on the belt buckle, and then I could just be the talking, uh, the talking... uh, Titties. uh, Yes, talking titties, talking belt buckle. Oh, gotcha. Because he's always got the... He's he's behind the guitar, so he'd be muffled. You know, while the guitar's playing... Jeff Goldblum, belt buckle could be uh, humming along, you know, uh, participating in harmonics and uh, uh, some of the uh, arrangements. Yes, Buzz Lerman <laughs> sequel. Yes, please, let's do it. I would have loved. I would have really have loved to have seen Tom. Y- you uh, like, you know, not kill Elvis, but like, there's a. I know Elvis died taking a shit, right? I thought I was playing Elvis. No kidding. Is uh, that who you auditioned for? I did. I said, "Here's my audition. We have it here." Thank you. Thank you very much. Is that an Elvis line? Yeah. That's right. I, and then I, I, <laughs> I thought it was a one-man show. I thought, Get out of here. So I said, Elvis has left the building, which is confusing because I was Elvis. <laughs> so people were saying, <laughs> what's the budget like? <laughs> Well, there's a whole bunch of guys. I also thought I was playing the building. I auditioned to play Elvis's corpse. That's what I'm saying. And there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of people that people don't know about that audition for the Elvis movie. I mean, Jesus Christ, let's just go down the line here. Mark Wahlberg auditioned for Elvis. Yeah, I was Elvis. I was like, let's do this. I said, I'm from... (sighs) Right, so obviously, he didn't get a call back. (laughs) When I did it, the, the film was four and a half hours long. The the who the, the guy I thought would maybe really give a Austin Butler a run for his money who's nominated for best actor who is my pick to you know my pick of the my pick of the litter as I call it I think him and Jamie Lee Curtis who was so good in Trading Places and in Freaky Friday which Freaky Friday by the way is is you know that's basically a Danza standard which Danza standard happens on Saturday after Freaky Friday Freaky Friday is I invite a bunch of a little people over to serve chips and dip. To blind orphans. It's a, don't ask any questions. <laughs> you ever had sex with a little person? I, I play, I call a threesome with a little person, a two in the dink. <laughs> and that's how we start the whole event. And then the, we usually take the kids home after that because they start crying and calling for their parents. But the danger wow, standard. this is for children. Oh, <laughs> but the danger standard. I've been trying to get this going as a documentary. You know, I don't know if it would be nominated for best documentary because there's t- too many of those to pick from. I mean, holy shit, look at this. All That Breathes with Shanak Sen and Aman Man and Teddy Lafer. All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, A House Made of don't Splinters. Don't forget all of the wonderful narration that I do for many films that never get nominated. Well, Ian McKellen, I would love to hear you. This is not Ian McKellen. This is David Attenborough. Oh, that's right. Of planet Earth. But Ian McKellen is a great friend of mine. He's also a man of planet Earth. He's also got 
quite the cock. You know, people always forget wow. that you've that you've narrated some of the best landscapes this country provides. But also, hey man, just because you're talking about a sweet, sweet Antarctic, you know, bear trying to snag a salmon doesn't mean you can't also appreciate what he's packing between the thighs. Absolutely, and I'll describe it for you. Please. In between his bony legs is a sausage glistening in the sun. Of course, if he's outside in the garden, flies and bees are immediately attracted. Swatting them away, he glistens in the sunshine. Not needing any sun lotion at all, he absorbs the vitamin D creating a chain reaction, giving him sustenance, almost like a plant, with photosynthesis directly into his cock. Why not? When I have sex with a lady, she absorbs the vitamin D. Vitamin D is dick. I like to explain jokes for the lame person. A house made of splinters is starring Simon Lorraine Wilmot and Monica Hellstrom. What is a house made of splinters about? It now, fucking hurts. You fucking walk around a house and they get splinters man, up I, your fucking cock and your feet and your shit. I thought it was a prequel to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's exactly what I fucking thought. We I smoked think, the same with the same weed. That is a house made of splinters. I just bought it from a rat. I just, I, I think first of all, splinter to me is is the original. I think his name was Oroku Saki or Hamato Yoshi. I was a big turtle kid growing up. Not even, not just the movies. You sound but, like a Ninja Turtle. Oh, yeah. What's that? You sound like a ninja turtle. <laughs> well, in some countries, that's considered a delicacy, Steve. At this point, I'll, I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be an advertisement for a bumper sticker. Would you dress up as Splinter for yes. next year's Halloween? Yes. Because everybody is... is. You can beat me over the head with a with a fork, a spork, a, an iron grill, anything. You could kick me with your mother, whatever you got. Which is the tagline for Tar, directed by Todd... Field, who's up for best director. So is Spielberg for the Fablemans. And George, as as a dear friend of Mr. Spielberg, you've yeah. got to be fired up about this. Well, yes and no, because, you know, this is a movie that's basically Spielberg means storyteller and Fableman is just a play off of his name. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of stupid. And uh, I, I said, listen, I'll bankroll your movie. Uh, just don't make any movies ever again. That seems a little harsh. Go ahead, Paul. Well, I can say I just I wanted to reach in. I know we we moved on, but I just went pop back in. <laughs> yeah, you I auditioned lo- for Star Wars. I get it. Yeah, yeah, you didn't get the part. You don't have to keep bringing that up. You auditioned well, for Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi, didn't you? Yes, yeah, yeah, I, did, I said. He, I got, you know, he was too young, but you know, he is a, not the <laughs> robots you're looking for. The droids. I couldn't get it right. I couldn't he, get the he, droids. He can't, he can't remember his lines. And, you know, we have a technology now that we could digitally put that into his mouth, but back then we didn't have that technology. I said, you know, you're looking for. Obi-Wan? You mean old Ben Kenobi? <laughs> yeah, we're like, can you do a British accent? He kept doing this like weird New York DC accent. Well, I, don't know what the fuck I could do. On. Do you mean old Ben Kenobi? Okay, you know, you go back to Juilliard because you need a couple more lessons. I went to Yale. <laughs> Did you really? I went to Yale. What'd you study that's at Yale? Problem. See, that's the problem. Oncology. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oncology, an incredible <laughs> form of education that not many people are learning these days. Now, I would love, Mr. Attenborough, for you to describe to me the plot of, to- of, of Top Gun. Top Gun is a sequel. Are we talking about Maverick or we're talking about Top Gun first, Top Gun? Yeah, the one that's nominated for Best Picture. Top Gun, the sequel, named Top Gun Maverick, stars Tom Cruise and sure. Jennifer Connelly. But while we're at it... <laughs> 
But while but while we're, while we're at it, Chris Walken, what is your Top Gun in your shelf of uh, armed uh, weapons? Um, it's a it's a bazooka. Cool. Uh, your floor is yours, David. The bazooka was not featured in Top Gun films it was or not. franchises. They use birds of prey, also known as jet fighters, flying around, buzzing, much like bees on top of a honeycomb <laughs> or flies over shit. You're always talking about bees. It seems like every... Bees are disappearing. Oh, God. You're not one of those guys, are you? We're running out of bees. Listen, honey. Is disappearing too. That was. That's <laughs> I what, thought you were coming on to me. <laughs> that's what Sea Beast was about. I was the sea, and the bees were disappearing. Oh, the Sea Beast, it was. Yeah, beasts. call back. No, Sea Beast. Sea Beast. Sea Beasts have <laughs> Wait, been completely is it sea eradicated. Shut the fuck up for a second, Dave. Is it? I'm sea... closing my mouth at this very moment <laughs> and limiting the vibrations from my mouth as to not speak at this particular moment. Angela Bassett's nominated. <laughs> I should have done some research. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Jamie Lee Curtis, I said that already. <laughs> uh, I but, fucked all those women no, in the 70s. It's Sea Beast. I thought it was Sea Bees, like <laughs> like Sea Bees. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, Sea Bees nuts. <laughs> By uh, by my uh, by my joke book. <laughs> I'm an author. Oh, so look, and we got about 20 minutes left. How long we been going, uh, Mo? Yeah, great. 20, 30. So I I know that every year when the Oscars when the Oscar nominees drop, that's an exciting time. And I don't know if we discussed this last time because there's too much to talk about, not enough time to talk about it. But when you get the call, when you get nominated, oh boy, that's it, it. It might be like the first time you bust a nut. I mean, Christopher Waltz, you said when you got nominated, you said it was, you know, just pure. What was it? What did you say again? It was pure. It was pure Gestalt and Futzen Eiben, which is you know, it's a German word and it's hard to describe to the American public. Sure. And it's kind of a private thing that I don't really want to share. So it's kind of something that I keep down and bottled inside. And you know, for me to get the first Oscar, of course, this was an amazing thing, but to get it for the second time was kind of like a big fuck you. And Bridges, Jeff. Yeah, man. It's when you get the call. I mean, he's got a point. Chris, Christoph's got a point. Of course I have a point. I also have a point in my pants that is always constantly erect. Oh, do you have a do you have a, one of those uh you know BPs, bono problems? No, I have a pumps and I always pump. You have it a up. penis pump. Of course I have a penis pump. I mean after Did you, you buy it from Jeff? Because you know, he just started his own line of penis I pumps. I smoke a lot of weed and it's hard to get up, you know what I mean? Well, as an actor, you need to brand out. Now he's got the pimp juice, the rock's got his own clothing brand, and Jeff, you got the, the Jeff Bridges penis pumps, which I gotta be honest, I you know, they're great. I appreciate, man. I the, the ads are let us help make yours. A golden gate. How come I didn't get a bridge. one? What the fuck, dude? I'm your like best friend in movies. At you know least. Me. Why didn't I get one? I'm staring at your cock right now. It's thick and healthy. You don't need one. I know, but I'd like it to be thicker and healthier. All right, I'll send you one in the mail. 
I'm what? right here, dude. What the fuck? I just don't, give well, it listen, to me. Listen, man, I don't have them on me, man. I don't just like... Take just it like... out of your pants and give it to me. Oh, all right. Here you go. Now, that is a commercial I would watch. Take it out of your pants and give it to me. <laughs> it's Steve Buscemi for Penis, Penis Pumps <laughs> by Jeff Bridges. We just signed him, man. That was the audition. I'm so glad you could be for... Listen, we got a lot of guys in the hallway. I'm going to tell him to leave. I, I got he... the gig, and he never even gave me the fucking pump. He's like, here's 20 grand. I'm like, I don't want that. I want a fucking penis pump. Well, Steve, in Jeff's defense, you, you come in hot a lot. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people that would say, much like a comet from the outer reaches of the universe, he comes in hot. Although it misses Earth by millimeters, it still impacts the human economy because we all stare at it for moments in time and the stock market crashes. I would love to hear Adam Driver drive and talk to himself and then Attenborough narrates as driver uh, as as Adam Driver starts to discover things about himself but also get excuse me, I just threw up in my mouth but also gets frustrated with the with the just the ups and downs of traffic there he is about to enter his Volkswagen Golf he finds his keys unlocks the door and steps inside of the vehicle his legs bent at an awkward angle because they're much too wrong I should have gotten a bigger car. He says to himself he should have gotten a bigger car, and to drown out his depression, he turns on the radio, listening to Daft Punk. An unreleased album of Daft Punk where there was absolutely no vocals whatsoever. Adam Driver bobs his head up and down, ignites the engine of his vehicle, and drives forward. All right, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Driving to the south side of Los Angeles, he rolls down his window and yells out to a very promiscuous dressedly woman and says, You ever seen the movie? What was I? <laughs> the whore turns around you ever and see says, the, no, the new Star Wars. some action? The new yes, Star Wars. No. Did you see the new Star Wars? Movie? Oh, yeah. She said, oh, yeah. I, uh, I've seen them as well. Would you like to hang out? I, uh... She bends over, teasing him with her exposed brassiere. You like them? I'd like to go get some soup with you. What flavor? Adam. <laughs> She immediately Sorry, that's turns my name. Around, I should have been clearer about that. Running away saying, girls, stay away from him. He's cray-cray. <laughs> Damn it. This is the fourth time today. Adam Driver does what he does best and drives away. Women. I drive women away. I got to be honest. You know, and this is why I fucking hate the Oscars also. I love them because it's a great time to get together with your friends, host a party, invite over some people you haven't seen for a while. You know, and I mean, you know, board ain't, you know, used to, Anthony used to talk about this all the time. They, that uh, turn on the hologram. <laughs> if, if you, thank you, George. If you don't have friends, uh, Oscar parties are best with, uh, with company. And I think there's a lot of treats that people usually, I for one am more of a, look, I put out cigarettes. I put out Vicodin. I got Rolos, you know, and Anthony, you once told me these are the types of parties that everyone should be doing. The year is 1981. <laughs> We're in New York seeing 
Debbie does Dallas. And what goes with a foot-long sausage but a line of cocaine? As I take my leave, I go out to the lobby to see, to get myself a treat. I let's go out to the lobby, let's go out to the lobby, let's go out to the lobby to find myself a treat. I'm so high on heroin, I see a dancing popcorn box. I said, I'll have what she's having. (laughs) And as I grab a plate of little color pills and wolf them down immediately, I realize that I'm about to go see another film. One in my mind that only I can see. Well, me and the devil. Welcome (laughs) to Parts Unknown. Drug trip. No, Jason Statham. <laughs> Didn't you audition for Nicole Kidman, the move, the AMC movie thing? I you came to, yeah. Dave, you know, I, I said, hey, I like, all right, here's the deal. They just told me, they go, you got AMC. Right. I go, have I ever been in a fucking movie theater? Obviously, I'm yep. in a movie theater. Sure. You know, you know, right. So I said, yeah. So we're here. I go, I love AMC. And I go, don't fuck with AMC. <laughs> And they were like, what are you doing? I said, wait, I said, what's this ad for? They said, they said, hey, hey, you could get yourself together, right? It's important. So they said, what are you doing ad for? I said, AMC. They said, oh, no, no, there's already a cue card here. I said, why are we doing an ad for AMC when they're already in the fucking AMC? Right. That makes sense. They're already here. So I said, right again, action. I go, AMC, you're here. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Now go eat some candy. I, uh, I have to say that Jason Statham was a student of mine and uh, very proud of the growth that he's come to accomplish. Is he Anthony Hopkins, uh, Hopkins School of... Uh, of Anthony uh, Hopkins Happening School of <laughs> Hopping. I, I remember, yeah, when he played their Easter Bunny, it was Anthony Hoppins. <laughs> Anthony Hoppins? Oh, Anthony Hoppins, not to be confused with yes. Baskin Robbins or Mary Poppins. Oh, not at all. Jason Statham was really great because he'd also put on the suit. It was part of the initiation, you know, when you're at the basic level. I said, put on an Easter suit. If you're going to memorize the lines, I don't care. But I want to see you become the animal. I want to see you on the floor, right, the floor right, right, crawling right. around, collecting eggs. I got to be honest, this class sounds like a big waste of fucking money. Look at him now. Was it a big waste of money, Jason? Well, I can't get a fucking job, so yeah. No, he's all right. Yeah, he's auditioning for the AMC girl. I, uh, that was the a girl. They, they me, Good Lord. They no, <laughs> That, that was a crazy thing. They Maybe you should have worn a wig. I, I did. Have I did. Them off. But he I look, did. I did. I look like Kim Play. Yeah, he looked. He, <laughs> he looked good. I look fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I gotta try I, that. Uh, but Chris Hemsworth. Yes, I also. Hello, Dad. Good to see you again, brother. I also auditioned for it. I said AMC. Yeah. You know, but uh, every time I couldn't stop saying, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Yeah, I would have watched that because Nicole Kimmon looks like she's. They uh, wanted like, an Australian. They wanted an Australian. Yeah, she just time. looks. She's too serious. She looks like a. What was that movie? The movie Megan. She looks like that sex yeah. doll. She, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That, that, was a, that was an AI robot that, that kind of freaked people out. Uh, yes. George, you're you're big into sex dolls, aren't you? Of course. Yeah, I, I I invented a lot of the sex dolls that people use today. You know, C-3PO was originally a, a sex <laughs> doll, and we, when we kind of stripped away the flesh, we said, hey, this, this would make a great character, you know? So is it character first or sex doll? Sex doll first, always. <laughs> yeah. And then, then we say, is, is there anything <laughs> underneath there? Is there any personality? Maybe. Can we make a, a trillion dollars if we sell this as a toy? Yeah, uh, sure. Then we do that. Well, now, there's, there's, a, there's a movie that I think 
Hanks, I know you've done it all. You just played, what is it? You play Otto uh, von Schnitzer, Puss, Crack, and Gishite Meyer. That's very good German. I mean, I'm surprised that Who's you the guy you play? What is it? Uh, the Colonel. I, I was the Colonel. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not, and I and here's the other thing. I, can I can I finish Not the my KFC No, and I thought it was. I go, I'm Elvis. They go, you're not playing Elvis. They go, well, who am I? They go, well, you're the colonel. And I go, oh, figure looking good. I thought it was a love story about chicken grease and a man who was just looking for a bucket to come in. But I digress. But I have done it all. So how would you how would you approach the part? <laughs> Just a part. No. Oh, AMC. Sorry, I was, yeah. taking, I was taking a leak. Hey, bucket comer. You know, you're hey, the one who started say, this. Hi, I go. Hi, guys. Hi, AMC. Right there it is. Oh, we're here. Oh, See, now that would get me excited. But Nicole Kidman walked up and down those steps. Then she sat in the theater like she was truly. Just alone. Being put, Why, it, by the way, wow, wow, no one was sitting with her at all. She's I think you, alone. You can, I know, Tom, and I think you can go to the movies by yourself. And Christopher Walken, you, you swear that you said going to the movies by yourself is the only way to see a movie, so you don't have any fucking Steve Buscemi's in your ear talking about what the movies, what's happening. This I, movie's I, great. I mean, you look at the guy right now on the screen. He's, he's, he's moving and he's driving. There's a dinosaur. Look at the dinosaur, Chris. There's I a see him. I'm oh, not I'm blind. scared of the dinosaur. What? Nobody invited Can I have you. a Jelly Belly? I don't. It's not my candy. <laughs> Whose candy is it's this? It's on the floor. Does it? Be, who does it belong to? If it's on the floor, it belongs to that splinter over there. Finders keepers, which is what I call rats. Are you a five-second rule guy, Christopher? I'm an hour guy. I'm like a five-year rule it, guy. I'll leave it down there to marinate. <laughs> but I said when I go to the movies, I said I like to buy all the seats, so it feels private. Sure. And then the someone fucker, said, well, this the isn't fucker, a theater, it's my home the theater. theater. You fucking bought the theater so my, my, <laughs> I bought, my, my daughter I bought De Niro's the home theater. Movie. He said, the fucking hey, hey, he my didn't buy the house, here. he bought the theater, so he just sneaks it through the fucking window, and there he is. There he is in the middle of my fucking house, and he says, I own this place. I, I, hey, it's I, mine. Geez, we did it, dear hunter. The Hollywood is weird fucking we did the zoning rules. You know, excuse me. I hate to brag, but I just went. To Donald Trump's personal home theater, and that thing is exquisite. Folks, and we we have what's folks, up, Joe? I I I, I, can, I gotta say I don't believe America should know about Donald Trump's movies. Yeah. Wow! Look at this! I can't believe Sleepy Joe. You look like an animatronic president that's folks, already a okay. robot. Robot Here, Joe. Roby Joe. Robo Joe. Robo Joe. No, I would watch the here's fuck the out of that. He, instead, of Robot pulling, Joe. instead of pulling a gun out of his thigh, it's a Ro- colostomy bag. Robo Joe needs some more coffee, oh. Hey, there, I think there could be a sex doll, a Biden sex doll. Yes, of course. Of in course there's a sex doll. No, no. Now, it's, George, it's, can you make a, a sex I would definitely pee on that. Would you? Would you how well, many? Well, you'd ruin the circuitry because there'd be an overload. And, you know, so you can't pee on a sex doll. Well, you can, but with Donald Trump's, you know, his, his urine is highly acidic. Well, because this isn't what you're going to get. I, I'm just spe- not All trying to speak is, out of turn, you know, but I'm speaking for ex- the public. Ex- Excuse me. All I drink is KFC Bucket. Okay? I love Bucket. You're a big Gatorade I, Zero guy, too, huh? I, I, how do they not name... Excuse me. How do they not name the orange Gatorade after me? Okay? The Donald Trump. Put it in your mouth and put it in your puss. It's baffling that you're still not in office. Joe, I'm in office. Office Max. <laughs> I work there now. Oh, that's okay? right. You do those new Office Max ads, don't you? Let's play one of them. Play. Listen. I'm great. Okay, vote for me for president. But if not, come down and see my big hands as I help you find paper. 
<laughs> paper clips. Boy, I'm so glad. I auditioned for that, too. That son of a bitch. I never get these jobs. Steve, it's all attitude, man. And, and you know, you show up, so it's after battle. And, so and it has nothing to do with any physical ailments or anything like that. Nah, it's probably you, your teeth. You look like an I after. I want to say it. Son of a bitch. You look like whatever happened to Joe Camel. Okay, yeah. like Joe, Joe Camel was a cool guy. Now that's I a biopic. I would love to play Joe. Oh, Campbell. you look like the tuber on his back. You People do look like you eat Camels plates. in Africa are slowly dying. Dehydration is causing their humps to flatten out, and people ride them and fall. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Well, it's another new year. We made it 2023. We did it. Congratulations. Hug yourself. Touch yourself. So that when you ask yourself who touched you, you know who it was. You got goals, guys. Okay? And you want to achieve all of them. Every single one of them. And Factor is here to help you do that. So if you're looking to fuel up fast with ready-to-eat nutritionists, Nutritionist, nutritious meals. Yikes. You ever just forget how to read? Meals delivered straight to your door. Um, then Factor's the place to go, okay? They, uh, they leave you time and energy to tackle everything else on your to-do list so you don't have to worry about where and what you're eating. Achieve and maintain your 2023 goals with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and start saving time eating well and living your best life yet. If you love Factor, probably because you're too busy to cook and you don't like going to the grocery store and potentially, you know, um, running into somebody uh, from your past. And you want to skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Well, Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, and all you need is heat and, uh, and a positive attitude. So... Whether your lifestyle is keto, calorie-smart, vegan, protein-plus options are on the menu each week. They're prepared by chefs and approved diet dietitians, not these unapproved dietitians. And each meal is all the ingredients that you need to feel satisfied all day long. 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options are there for you. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36-plus sweets, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Cut back on takeout and get factor instead. Okay, it's ready to make, ready to eat food in just two minutes. Eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor. Each meal is prepared by the chefs that know what you want, and they're excited to give it to you. So head to factormeals.com slash lastnight50 and use promo code lastnight50 to get 50% off your first box. That's insane. I didn't know that was the deal until I just read it. That's crazy. 50% off at factormeals.com slash lastnight50, and you're going to get 50% off your first box. That's insane, so you got to do it. There's no better deal out there and no better food as well. Factor.com slash night. Oh, wait, slash last night 50. Okay, do that. David, you should narrate all the categories. Like for best original song, do you know, I don't know if you know the nominees, there's one called Applause uh, from Tell It Like a Woman, Music and Lyrics by Diane Warren, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Who sang that? Someone sang it with a... a Lady little, Gaga on Blood Pop. Lady Blood Gaga. Pop. Lady Gaga sang that song. Now, give me, David, your... Uh, your let's say, your, let's say you, you got the room number for Lady Gaga and you drill a hole through the door and you get to watch it take a shower. <laughs> Sorry, that was very specific. It sounded like a statement more than a question, <laughs> but I catch the drift. I She check, she checks into a La Quinta Inn and then you <laughs> just take us on a journey of you falling out of the room. and, and Using my ocular abilities, I put my eyeball pressed against the greasy wall covered with KFC chicken grease for some reason and the bed stinking of Russian whores and urine. I peer in 
There I see Lady Gaga and her buxom body glistening under the hot water, the steam just enough to obscure her nipples, but I can imagine they are fully aroused and erect, as she's probably thinking about her own performance. You see, many performers are highly energized, the adrenaline still pumping through their veins after a performance, and Lady Gaga performed at the Hollywood Bowl. A Knives Out Mystery is nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. <laughs> now I auditioned to be the screenwriter for that Steve you have a lot of hidden talents But nobody told me that It's not called an audition Because I went on camera and I said Hey here's a script and I'll write it And they, they didn't give it to me Well, They said they wanted like a treatment or some shit I'm not a doctor Harrison I, uh, I was supposed to be a Knives Out I thought it was about The guy who invented Ginsu <laughs> I said listen up I said, I said, get off my plane mm. unless you have a Ginsu knife. You know, I, I got I to gotta say something here. Since Harrison is here, you know, and we, we don't get a lot of time because Harrison's always cranky. We got to promote Indiana Jones 5. Oh, we, we need to. You know, this is, this when does is, that come out, by the way? Well, it comes out when it comes out. But the thing All is. Right, take it easy. Hey, hold on a second. <laughs> I swallowed a fly there. He swallowed a fly that was around the room, undetected by the microphones. A evolutionary, uh, an evolution. I've lost all train of thought, and my tongue is tied. Vince Vaughn, have you seen Avatar? It's nominated for best sound, and boy, oh boy, these blue creatures are underwater and they're having a blast. I'm gonna say something right now. I actually went and I put a blindfold on. I only heard the movie. The best sound. I, I, you know, I, mean, I like to listen to things as a radio play. Yeah, I don't like yeah, to yeah, distract yeah. about the visual in front of me. Don't say. I, well, I just we have actually we have live footage of one of the avatars. I, uh, I want a Sudoku underwater. I auditioned to play it. The avatar? Let's roll that tape. Play. Holy fucking shit! That was amazing. That was amazing. That wasn't even gargling from my throat. That was coming. That was a fart. Yeah, <laughs> it was. You know, you know, we have a lot of technology now that brings a lot of incredible, you know, aspects of entertainment to. George, people don't know this about you. You started in the male room. That's you right. worked. You worked. Then away. I went to the female room and they kicked me out. <laughs> so I started making sex. Puns. Now you that's how I. Well, you, you know, didn't laugh at you didn't laugh at your own joke there. So no, that's why. Joke, that's why real. I started to get the paperwork ready. <laughs> <laughs> See, late. that's funny. Too no, late. When it's real, it's real. <laughs> I, I started went to, into Wait, the sex spot industry. Gonna, Harrison, didn't you star in Too Late? Yeah, Too Late. It was about a girl getting a period or something? I said, what time is it? She goes, it's too late. <laughs> that was a trip. <laughs> the fuck is the, wrong with you? The, problem was we the had, fuck is wrong with we you? We actually had a product tie-in. It was for <laughs> pregnancy tests. I auditioned then, for that, too, and I didn't get it. Of course you did. And then whenever, hold on, hold on. When it showed that you were pregnant, it would show a snake. And I would look at the camera and go, I hate snakes. <laughs> Why would you look at the camera? Because she was pregnant. And I, Oh, you Steve Harvey? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. You guys are crazy. Charlie, uh, okay, I had a question. Avatar. ADR, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, all things I love, but I didn't know that you started, <clears throat> you started doing ADR, <laughs> sorry, lingering, I'm sorry, that was just me off camera, I didn't realize I was mic'd, I'll do it again. <laughs> 
Seth Rogen does my cough ADR, and this is what people don't know. I say, turn your head. <laughs> That's right. I did all the car ADR, so anytime there's a car going, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but George Lucas, focus. You you started doing fart ADR. That's right. Yeah. I didn't know you've well, done see, farts see, in so see, many. A lot of the sex robots, you know, when they become obsolete, they've still got a, a lot of great working parts. Are you telling me that sex robots can fart? Absolutely. What does it, it sound enough, like? With enough lube, you can make a. Hold on, let me let me put this. Wait, wait, you know, finish that oh. sentence first before uh, you move yeah. on to a, into oh. a robot fart. I want to hear. The wait, no, no, no. I want to hear what. <laughs> Is that Donald Duck? No, oh, so that's a sex robot. See, it's it's overly lubed, so you know the sounds are different. Oh God! <laughs> here's a sh- here's a shorter one. Overly Wah. lubed. Wah. So that's a robot. Uh, that's a sex robot fart. Yeah, of course. And it's just in between its toes, so like a lot of toe jam gets stuck in there. You know, whatever crevices. Now, Paul Giamatti, you you told the Chuck E. Cheese band that if they didn't sh- uh, shape up, you were going to leave them to. To manage robot, uh, sex robot fart. No, no, I tried to go on a date with a sex robot. She swiped left on me. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I said, are you sure? <laughs> I go, I'll, I'll, I'll take you home. I'll treat you real good. We, we program <laughs> all of our robots to completely dislike anyone named Paul Giamatti. Yikes. Sorry, now, what happened between you two? Well, that's uh, kind of the we direction like of the, the species. Paul Giamatti. So I changed it legally to Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Son of a. Bitch. Loophole. Loophole. (laughs) Folks, America, we need to close the loopholes because a lot of these corporations are getting ahead. They're changing the the constructs of America. We're we're all we're law abiding citizens. America is all about giving equal opportunities to people who don't have opportunities. And I believe that. Well, you know, you're not wrong, Joe. Go go ahead. Uh, I would say, uh, let me be clear, uh, Joe Biden uh, is a part sex robot. Mm. Uh, a lot of people uh, don't realize that about him. You signed an NDA for Christ's sake, Obama. What the uh, fuck? No one's listening. No one's listening. The mics aren't even on, George. Uh, we haven't been recording uh, ever. Well, there is a there's something. It's a danger standard. Okay. Again, danza the, stanza? Danza standard. These oh, are the rules. I thought we were going to do some poetry. Well, I mean, <laughs> leave those to the pros. I mean, fucking the Christopher Walken. Wait, oh, this leave, is it. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Leave those to the pros. It's a poetry word. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I feel like that was an AutoZone commercial. Would you like a German poem. Sorry, I've been on a Bluetooth call. What are we Der Schweiden schnitzen Wittenkopf und heiten Schnitz und Heivensoap und Rittenheit und Sickenheit und Mitzensick und Ebenheib. The Batman was n- nominated for visual effects. I, I, I wanted to play the penguin. Is this the real Batman? Wait, what is the. Did I click on the wrong year? No, this is it. The bat- Robert Pattinson! Played. Oh, they did a new Batman. Yes, right. and I thought I was going to play the Penguin, and they said, you know what, we, we'd love to ca- cast you. I said, great, I get there. They go, we want you to play that pile of and old... And I lo- bloody well lo- thought I was coming back as Alfred. Well, that would have been great. motherfuckers, me and Christian Bale were at the sidelines. We were like, we can't wait to make another well, fucking movie. I Christian said, Bale, Michael Caine, yeah, you said what, Christian? You guys said... Well, maybe said we were bloody know, pissed off. Well, I said, no, we were, but we were like, this is different. We can't move on, you know. It's not our thing. I said, I actually recommended Paul Giamatti to, to play the Penguin. It's very I could kind. use another check. But when I got to set, I go, whoa, I'm here to play the Penguin. They go, no, we need you to play that pile of dirty laundry. Yeah, he, can play, he played it next to me. 
But I got kicked off the set because they're like, the, the laundry's moving too much. I'm like, fuck you, I got to breathe. I got gas. Babylon was nominated for production design. Florenzia Martin. Well, this has been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, Mr. Statham. Yeah, all right. It's been a busy year. It's been a great year. We went from COVID to Omicron to monkeypox. Oh, I thought you were going to say for me. The Mario Pox, (laughs) which is, it's a virus we hope you get infected with coming this fall. I thought I was going to play Toad in the movie. Well, it's still, that's a, that sounds like a question, you know, for, uh, for Jeff Goldblum, who is in talks to direct the sequel, Mario Brothers Warp Zone, right? Yes, ma'am. Because the warp zone is warp zone. That's where they go to right. We've got the tape. Let's play it. Well, she turned into a question. I asked the question and then I answered the question like I do in a Guy Ritchie movie. I said, "You know what I mean?" Of course, they fucking know what I mean. So I go now king cooper now this is the part that i would watch the movie for i i i'll i'm gonna submit but i'm not gonna be mad uh if two people get it okay um obviously uh you know nicholas cage i feel like would be a great king cooper oh yeah uh, my favorite king is elvis but my second favorite is cooper i'd say oh get you mario brothers and obviously you know <laughs> Steve Martin, it would be a it would be an odd choice. Listen, Mario, I really want to get that peach, that princess peach, and she's gonna be mine. That's right. Just stay away from those coins because they mean nothing. That's why we're hosting the Oscars. We're hosting, hoping that it is also our audition tape to uh, uh, we uh, could to play King Cuba. That's our whole thing. We said, let's do the whole, whole Bowser, Bowser thing, thing together in time. time. We're still working on We're it. We're working on it. <laughs> How do you measure a year was nominated for a documentary short film. You measure a year by the rotation of the Earth around the sun. The sun, the center of our solar system. Planet Earth revolves hundreds of thousands of times, and it takes a full 365 days to make a complete and exact circumference around the sun, creating our calendar year. Paul Giamatti, Chuck E. Cheese. Paul Giamatti (laughs) is still in line at Chuck E. Cheese, hoping to speak to the manager. I'm next. I'll, I'll stay here all day. I've been here since Tuesday. Of 2022. The manager offers him a position to mop the floors. I'll mop while I wait. But I I think that I I own this band, and you're not going to take this band from me. Paul Giamatti stomps out into the mall and tries to find a Wetzel's Pretzels. Man, I could really use a carb load. Slipping on some of the grease from a local KFC, he slides into a Wells Fargo ATM. No, I can't even bank here. 
The Wells Fargo ATM explodes, emitting thousands upon thousands of dollars onto Paul Giamatti. Finally, something's going well for old Paul. He rejoices as the security guards grab him. Come here, man. Hey, make this easy for both of us. They pull him into the security guard closet thing. Get into this closet thing. And tell him to explain his behavior. Explain your behavior. All right. You're not going to believe me, but there's a lot of grease. And I slipped like a pig. And I didn't realize that I had uh, nitrous uh, uh, oxide or explosives in my, in my pocket. See it for the judge, Olivia Newton-John. It's the film you all want to see. Paul Giamatti is the unfortunate slipper guy. <laughs> Coming. Title still being worked on. <laughs> Guys, that's going to do it for us. Wow. What a year. What a selection of films. What a cast. I want to give a, another thanks to everyone who joined me today Adam Driver, Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hanks, Vince Vaughn, Seth Rogen, Christian Bale, Jeff Bridges, Anthony Bourdain, Jason Satham, Barack Obama, Mark Wahlberg, Nicholas Cage, Robert De Niro, Ian McKellen, Steve Martin, George Lucas. Christopher Schwartz and Charlie Sheen and Joe Biden and a bunch of other guys. And remember, if you can't see the movies, Morgan Freeman, you can do what? You can still pay your favorite artists on Patreon or my favorite artists on what is that thing called OnlyFans? Oh, shit. You can pay for some nice, nice, nice treats for daddy. <laughs> oh. I'm on Lonely Fans. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I auditioned for that, too. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.